1: Welcome, my colliders. It is your favorite two-woman power trip. It's your girl, Cresta Starr, and I am joined with the beautiful, the illustrious, your rest friend, Iridian. How How are are you, Iridian?
2: I'm doing so well, Cresta. How are you doing this fantastic Saturday night?
1: I had said this to you off air. I started with victory rolls. We got achievement rolls. And the achievement is being here with you guys this evening. There is no Rick. So it is just your favorite 2 women power trip, me and Iridian. We're going to get everything started. But if you're having a good time or you're going to have a good time, give us a thumbs up. If you're watching this later on on the YouTubes, hi, give us a thumbs up too because it makes the algorithm happy when we do it. Also, if you're watching us live right now, leave us a super chat. You can get your comment read on air and we'll show your comment too. And we get to keep money. That's great for us. Iridian's going to tell you where you can also support us with Humper Chats. Iridian?
2: Yes, guys. You can also support us at humperchats.com. Make sure that you get your comments read on air with us. We're going to read every single one of them. It helps support us and we would a 1,000% appreciate it. So go ahead, humperchats.com. Go over there and leave us any little amounts that you want or a lot of amounts that you want. That would be great.
1: We love it. Shaw Ross Sapp loves it. The Decepticons love it. Humperchats.com. Everybody. (laughs) Um, What a good show tonight. August 19th. What did you think about the go home show to the go home show (laughs) for all in? Can
2: I tell you, I thought we had a pay-per-view tomorrow and we don't. So (laughs) I was caught off guard immediately when I was like, okay, tomorrow, what's my schedule? I have the pay-per-view. All right. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We still have another dynamite. We still have more pay-per-views. So, you know, that's not till next week. I was caught off guard Mm -hmm. a lot. But, you know, I thought this show was a really, really great setup. I thought a lot of the storylines really progressed. I don't think we had as much wrestling as we usually do on Saturdays. But I think the storyline progression was really, really good. What did you think?
1: I agree with everything you said. There was a lot more story. It felt like more of a movie of AEW Collision. It's yes. a two-hour AEW Collision movie. And I think that going into All In, there's still enough space in the in the actual go-home show for things to get done. Also, guys, if you want to get all the scoops, don't forget to go ahead and subscribe to FIFO Select and Fifleselect.com. If you want to get Alex Sour Graps, FIFOSelect.com. If you want to know AE... I'm sorry, SmackDown's creative plans and things for All In, sufficeful so Select, the best $5 in the biz. And plus, Sean Ross Sapp will come to your house and give you a can of soup. I made that up. He's not going to do it. He <laughs> might give you a,
2: a, an autograph, which he's probably also not going to do. Um, A variety of things, right?
1: <laughs> that's that's what we're. We're givers. And speaking of givers, let's start off with our, uh, our first super chat that says Ooh. AEW is cooking. Look at all these great stories. Let's Effing go. I agree. There was a lot of story progression tonight. Like our first match, <laughs> which really wasn't a match, it was Golden Vampire versus the young Samoa Joe. Golden Vampire got no intro. Samoa Joe came out like, who is this guy? And then immediately got gts and it was CM Punk. Mm-mm. Oridian. <laughs> were you in with the crowd when they were chanting CM Punk? Like I could smell a work a mile away. You know what
2: i was not the crowd actually let me know that it was cm punk because <laughs> the show started this man is in the ring i hear samoa joe's music and i'm like oh okay there's already somebody in there and then i was like this guy's got a lucha mask on i was like am i that far away disconnected from indie wrestling that i don't know who this person <laughs> is and then his name was golden vampire so i'm like that does not make sense the lucha The Mm -hmm. golden vampire, nothing is adding up here. The math was not mathing. So (laughs) when the crowd started chanting CM Punk, I said, oh my God, you're going to tell me that this man is in the ring. I know he was sweating under that mask, Cresta. I know he was. (laughs) He was in there and I'm like, no way. The mask came off and it was CM Punk. I said, Lord Jesus, here we go. And we
1: went, we went. We went there. I was surprised that Samoa Joe got the bamboozle so quickly. (laughs) And then at the end, CM Punk said, I accept, bitch. Wow. Couth. None he has. <laughs> you know what? I, it takes me...
2: I'm still getting used to the fact that you can say bitch on, on Saturday Night TV. Yeah. So it, it's just taken me a while. Catches me off guard every now and then, but damn, Joe, I thought he would have at least gotten a little bit more offense. Um, But no, he was really caught off guard, so alright. Now, now we're going to get CM Punk and Samoa Joe, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, and also I wanted to circle back what you said. I was concerned as to why people were chanting CM Punk I was like CM Punk's not even out here Mm -hmm. and then when I saw this tall lucha I'm like oh
3: Mm
1: -hmm. no way way. that's a tall brother (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that match was officially set up for all in in Wembley so we're gonna have CM Punk versus Samoa Joe I said it last week and I'll say it again this week I want Samoa Joe to beat up CM Punk because I think that should be CM Punk's cross to bear. That should be his albatross. And what a what a good rival to
3: have.
2: Yeah. And that would be just, I think, a fantastic story in the end when they both look on look back on their careers like, man, Samoa Joe was the one that got away, the one that, you know, he couldn't get done. And something that's interesting is now that you know Samoa Joe is going against Punk for the real championship. Yeah, I heard
1: they announced that when they were talking about it.
2: Yes, the same night we're gonna get the real champion. MJF also fight. So there has to be a confrontation. And I know, Krusty, we were talking about this last week. You had mentioned, what is MJF, when is he going to say something? And would this pay-per-view be a good opportunity
1: to do that, do you think? I think so. Even if you want to do a definitive, this belt is for this show, and this belt is for this show, and Rampage is fair game, I wouldn't mind that either. But I think in order for that to happen... I don't want to say this. I want my boy Adam Cole to win. MJF has to beat Adam Cole kind of mercilessly and, like, be the devil himself. Because remember, the greatest trick the devil ever did was convincing you he don't exist. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the perfect way to answer that. But it has to be addressed by MJF because at the end of the day, MJF is the one getting the short end of CM Punk's stick.
2: Yeah. And put that on a (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt.
1: Tell me what I'm telling lies. (laughs) The next match did tell a lot of lies. Yep. We had all of Bullet Club come out there, and I wasn't sure mm-hmm. if it was Bullet Club or who was wrestling. As it turns out, it was just Jay White versus Dalton Castle. <laughs> we had the whole Bullet Club gold and a um, card, was it Card Blade, <laughs> Jay White out there? The match itself was a lot of fun. If you guys don't know who Dalton Castle is, he is a Ring of Honor guy. Every week when me and Joel switch over on Thursday, shameless self-promotion for the Ring of Honor and Impact show. Kate is always raving and roaring about how cool Dalton Castle is. I'm just going to give you guys the highlights because we all know what's going to happen here. Um, highlight from Kevin Kelly. He said, I named my fish Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson.
2: I wrote that down too, and I was like, that was so genius. I need to I need to get a fish now.
1: I think this is a great time to do this super chat. <laughs> um, Ricardo sends in two dollars, and the Ricardo El Notorio comes in and says, I love Kelly, but body he ain't. I miss him already. This joke was like, oh, All right, I could see body with them because. I missed body when Willow came out. I kind of got used to the raps. And Nigel didn't even try, but I'll wait till we get there. But uh, this, I was like, okay, Kevin, I think there's space for all three of you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you. Um, Ian was missed tonight. But I do think that they all sounded good. It, it, it was fine. But that, um, what did he say? That uh, the swim? Yes. Jesus. In saying that. The Juice Robin Swim. That was just so genius. Oh, my goodness.
1: I will say that was the most lighthearted part of the match because, woo, boy, did Jay White try to slap the skin off of Dalton Castle's chest. The match started off with Dalton Castle pretty much getting whipped in the corner and just, man, he chopped this man's chest off. Somebody on um, Twitter had tweeted at me saying, uh, why does AEW feel the need to have a chop off every week? And I'm like, well, how else is everyone going to get their souvenirs if not a pound of a wrestler's flesh? Because that was serious stuff. There was a nice suplex when suplex, we came back from picture in picture from Dalton Castle to turn the tides, and that led into a knee, to a near fault, to two suplexes, into a deadlift German, and then him getting yeeted off of J.Y. who said, stop it, I'm tired of your comeback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The match ended up with a Blade Runner Runner on Dalton Castle because, of course, it did. I've talked for too much. What did you think about the match, Aridian?
2: You know what? Anytime Bullet Club Gold is out there, it's always a hot mess. I feel like I'm keeping track of a million things, and that's what it felt like tonight. You know, Jay White, who was fighting tonight, you're like, okay, it's just a White. But then, uh-huh. oh, here come the guns. Here comes juice. And they are just all a mess. But as soon as Dalton Castle came out with his boys, I'm like, oh, my goodness. All right. There's going to be shenanigans ringside. Because there's <laughs> no way there's going to be that many people outside the ring and nothing's going to happen. And I love Dalton Castle. I think that man is just so extremely talented. And he's uh-huh. so much fun, super different. And he's just a fun time to watch. So having them both in the ring was just Really, really fun in itself, and man, poor Kevin, because I know Kevin from the indies. I was like, oh my god, yes, I've seen you before. And then I was like, oh man, this is not gonna go well. Like, geez, um, it's it's crazy. But uh, Dalton, just really sad for him. I thought it was just not good.
1: It was a stiff match, but for all intents and purposes, the meat and potatoes and the rings were great. And I will say, Dalton Castle licks a part of my brain that Orange Cassidy does, the like same that. Way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, it, it's that fine line of this is brilliant. And what the hell am I watching? <laughs> it's so good. Really, really good stuff,
2: man. And was, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, no, go ahead. Everybody was yelling. Everybody yes. was yelling outside. I was like, please, can we just volume down just a little bit?
1: It was so bad to the point I was like, wait, is it, this isn't a multi-man match because even the boys ran into the ring because they were getting chased by the guns. You see them in picture and picture and all in my mind, I'm hearing the Benny Hill music. <laughs> but the shenanigans don't stop there because after Jay White wins, there's a whole promo Wait, Tony, poor Tony Schiavone tonight, he was working triple overtime and getting abused every time. He goes out to the ring and they, <clears throat> sorry, Bullet Club Gold goes on to say how they put um, uh, Kenny Omega in the hospital. <laughs> the guns were using Tony's head to hold up the gun. <laughs> i'm trying to read this with a straight face but the whole time tony shivani looked like it was a hostage situation i felt so bad for him um they said not they jay white then goes on to say that the elite have deceived all of you into believing that they are the pinnacle of the bullet club and that at all in they're going to show you that bullet club gold this version is the better version of bullet club then they, we get the Guns who get on the mic and say, we're the best brother tag team. We're going to show that to the elite. And then they challenge any three people in the back because Juice is rock hard and he's ready to go. Before we go on to the next match, Aridia, what did you think about this mini segue? <laughs>
2: Poor Tony Schiavone. They really took the mic out of that man's hand. Jay White was slapping it out of him. <laughs> he took the mic, went away, and then not only was Jay out of the picture, now you got the Guns. They were like, Guns, sir. they Gun. like, do it. I really had this man's hand. Like, this. they were holding his hand the whole time, and they're like, you gotta, you gotta hold it. You gotta do it. Like, I, I feel so bad for Tony. They just literally do whatever they want with that man, and it was comedy gold. It was, it was. so, so good. And I really like this dynamic that they're making of like you know there's the elite but we're, we're also the elite in a kind of way we have a hangman we have a brother duo so you know what's really different about them than than us so i just think that that's going to make for really really great matches um coming in, in the pay-per-view but yeah let's get into this next match because lord jesus the shenanigans just kept coming
1: So the next match, it segues into Iron Savages, but you got Jack Jameson, Bear Bronson, and Bear Boulder saying, we'll fight you guys. And Jack Jameson came out there hot, like LA Night hot. He was like, I don't care. We're juiced up. We're beaver. Go beat your guys' butts. That didn't happen, but I like the enthusiasm. I was here for it because... It was literally a tale of power versus how can we cheat you out of your boots? And that's exactly what happened. The Iron Savages, um, they really tried when they had the, the big spots. Um, All I really wrote was savages getting bamboozled out their boots. Mm. <laughs> Cause that's what it was. I, I, I want to have better notes than this. You guys, I apologize, yeah. but literally every time the iron savages had a moment to get up, here comes juice Robinson coming in a ring. You have Jay white on the mic with, with cut, cut out Jay board, J or whatever. <laughs> like. Blade J. I don't know what it's called. Oh my God. But this match was a menace. Um, of course. Juice Robinson gets the pin with a Famouser, and that's after the 310 to Yuma. The second one, they tried to hit. They they did get it. I think it was on Bear Boulder they got the second 310 because the first 310 to Yuma, he couldn't get up, I believe that was. Bear Bronson. I'm sorry. They both their both names are Bear, but the last name is different. My apologies. And if that's not their names, I apologize again. Please don't beat me up. That's big, meaty men slapping a small woman. My apologies. Mm. What did you think about that, Iridian?
2: Oh my God! No, I also have minimal notes on this, just like you. Um, I have that Nigel on commentary during this match was perfection because one of the guys from Iron Savages said something very inappropriate about the ass boys, and then Nigel on commentary just goes what. <laughs> like they had said something along the lines of i'm gonna something the ass boys or whatever and it was like he did like a little like motorboat kind of thing so oh like, yeah what
1: <laughs> that's it's really dan houses fault Once dan Housen called them the ass boys it has been curtains Forever ever since
2: Gun, a- and then someone uh Oh, they were in the ring, one of the the guns, and he's like, "Who's an ass boy now?" And everybody chanted, "You!" <laughs> well, They're really never gonna get rid of that. It's it's legit a curse, and it's forever gonna be with them. And you've said this before: once you're cursed, you're cursed. So, sorry, yeah. Um, I don't
1: make the rules. You better you better find a healer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Jay White was on commentary, not from the beginning of the match they went and got some headphones for this man and then let him do commentary so half the match it's just jay white yelling for them to do stuff and i'm like oh my goodness and then juice was yelling this is my v trigger so he was like the kenny omega it was just oh my goodness what a fun match but you know that there's just going to be some craziness anytime that they are in the ring and that's exactly what they got so um it it was just fun the minimal notes but great fun match
1: it was a it was a um A cluster cluck. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. And we've got bizarro Big L Chat, who agrees. He also says... Punk really playing into the haters. Talk about sucking the life out of a room. It's a good day when I see Dalton Castle and Rick doing me dirty last week. Don't take L's, just like my brother Big E. Hand them out like the Bengals playoff losses, go Steelers. I feel like that was a ball reference, but that I only... A,
2: that was a lot of references. I mean, Rick, we got to show that one to him because I don't <laughs> understand.
1: For what it's worth, the only competitive sports I watch are eSports professional wrestling and RuPaul's Drag Race. My apologies.
2: But thank you so much for that Humper Chat, guys. Make sure that you we go to humperchats.com you. and go send that uh, message to us so we can read it on air, and we'll talk about it just like we did just now. So
1: I feel obligated because I've heard it before, but something, go bangles. I feel obligated. Okay. I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like Sean and Rick have both said something about the bangles. so go bangles, I guess. I, I have no allegiance. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not loyal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of people being not loyal, <laughs> let's talk about the ass boy's father, Billy Gunn. Oh. We got us a Billy Gunn leaving recap, which led into a House of Black video message and response to Billy Gunn leaving, which I thought with the goofiness of the last match, the transition into going into Billy Gunn, it took a really serious turn. Malachi Black is one bad man. He gave us the definition of a funeral. And then he said, we just had to remind Billy Gunn that he's already been dead. It cuts to a shot of them throwing Billy Gunn's boots into the compactor, which he ends with a rest in pain. Now, the the, the video before that showed the interview of the acclaimed teaming up with Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn pretty much being their cheerleader, and then Billy Gunn walking out. To have the juxtaposition of, Billy Gunn, we miss you, we love you, it, such a crazy ominous, like, yo, rest and piss, bozo, never come back. What did you think about that already? And was it, was, am I looking too much into it? Because I thought it was almost like happy, sad, Greek tragedy almost. You know what? It was very
2: cinematic, mm-hmm. and I did appreciate it. But I was also a little confused because I still don't know if Billy Gunn is really retired. And I don't know if that's just me holding on to hope that he's still coming back.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: the way that they were making it seem, I'm like, all right, well, is he going to join the house of black what's what's happening and then i was trying to picture billy gunn as a member of the house of black and i couldn't do it so
0: uh,
1: not me either I can't, I can't do it but then again
0: hey guys have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary chuck norris i saw a video he made and i was shocked he is in his 80s still kicking butt working out staying active Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to MyMorningKick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's MyMorningKick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is.
3: com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
1: Stranger things have been known to happen to professional wrestlers.
3: Exactly. I keep thinking about how Julia was a
2: cheerleader before. You know, she was with the Varsity Blondes, and look at her now, completely 180. So I, I don't know. I really, really did like this promo, though. But okay, you don't have to do him that dirty. Like, He's still on the roster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, it is, it is funny. Um, we have another super chat that says cardboard J White. I'm sorry. I love card blade J White. Board is still this. <laughs> <laughs> that name is giving me the Andrade El Idolo tree. Oh my god! Because this is this is kicking my ass. <laughs> this one is killing me (laughs) Mm -mm. you know
2: what speaking about that cardboard they really do need to start selling that in the merch store
3: yes
1: that's a
2: missed opportunity if they don't because I could just imagine all little jay whites in the comment in the in the crowd oh my goodness (laughs)
1: Because you know what's crazy is that somebody else is going to do it and go put it on TikTok and they're going to get a cease the desist from AEW. So you might, as well, <laughs> you might as well jump on. Even if you make them like little, like the finger puppets back mm-hmm. in the day, this is free. This is free. Call me anytime. Call me anytime, Tony. But like you get the little hair puppets with Jay, you can do it. You Like seriously, so that's a missed opportunity. That's a lot of merch right there. <laughs> um, It's funny too that the House of Black promo and the Billy Gunn promo leads then into... Jose the assistant. Now this one is crazy because did Rouge orchestrate a kidnapping hit on Preston Vance <laughs> and Julistico?
2: Like that's crazy, right? Crazy. So I was a huge fan of this because they, they were cutting the promo in Spanish. Uh-huh. And Senor Rouch was talking about, all right, I'm gonna need you guys to all show up to Mexico. And Jose was like, Mexico. Right now like we can't have this meeting over the phone clearly not. So mm-hmm. um that was just interesting. Kidnapping of two members who I guess haven't been that prevalent in the group and Rouge was saying that he wants a team of badasses. So either they're not good enough or you know Rouge is clearly planning some on having some like top level talent on in his new group. So I don't know, I was a little scared though. <laughs>
1: I was a little scared too. I mean, I think that Julistico and Preston Vance have the stones. Mm -hmm. It was giving to me, I don't know if you're familiar with the violent by design Mm storyline, but in the very beginning, Eric Young kidnapped Cody Diener and, and Guantanamo him for like two months. (laughs) I know that sounds really harsh Mm -hmm. and scary, but after that Cody Diener was, he was no longer Cody Diener getting drunk. He was just Diener being violent. So these were already big violent, especially Preston Vance. Yeah. Either that or L-I-J, L-I-J. Okay,
2: yep. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen, hopefully for a little while, but we really need a set faction with them because Mm -hmm. I feel like Andrade has been really waving his flag, you know, for somebody to help, and nobody has been helping him. So I think this is a good time to bring in a faction. And I I
1: don't know, that would be great. I think L.I.J. versus House of Black, I would actually put stock in someone actually beating House of Black wow. cuz no shade, no shade besides like the Elite, Bullet Club Gold, there's no and and um uh death triangle, there's no real three people fashion best friends. I'm sorry. I want you guys to have everything, but the best friends they, they don't win nothing. I'm sorry. They don't, they don't. I want I want them I want them to have everything, but they they, they, they don't win nothing. Mhm. Oh, man. Somebody says it's LFI, not L-I-J.
2: Look at that. Corrections. We are here for the corrections. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. This is why you're here with us tonight. A thousand percent thank you. I want to say the right
1: things. Exactly. (laughs) I thought it was Los Ig... Honestly, it could be a lot of
2: things. (laughs) I, I see it. You know, La Facción Ingobernable or, you know... I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's. it's Do you it? know what this That's is giving? What it's not
1: this, what this is giving when FTR first came to AEW. What does FTR stand for? After arrival. Mm-hmm. F this. It, really, be anything. it could mean anything. You know? Whatever your heart desires. Y'all knew
2: who we were talking about at the end of the day. <laughs> Y'all knew what we were trying to say.
1: <laughs> come, come here, Mark. We're all looking at each other. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> Moving right along, we go on to a Ricky Starks. Backstage interview with, once again, Tony oh my god, getting just yoked around this show. <laughs> he said, how I get in trouble and I get suspended and Tony Schiavone be messing up all the time and he's just fine. I love this. He is such a joke. He said, I am bringing the chaos. I've always been this way. And then they cut to a shot of Big Bill over Tony Schiavone, who did nothing but hold the mic. <laughs> it then cuts into a video package for the new heel persona for, I guess, um, <clears throat> sorry, Ricky Starks. Before we go into the match, how did you feel about this interview and subsequent video package, Iridian?
2: You know what? Ricky said he feels like, AEW is just being run like a nonprofit. <laughs> and when I tell you, that hurt me a little because I went to art school. So
1: damn nonprofit. <laughs> I went to a musical performance school. So I get it. It's the same thing. It's a great smile. <laughs> like
2: nonprofits are important. Ricky, come on, you know this. But man, when he said that, I'm like, I get it. Internal structure, not great. Um, man, that promo though, mm-hmm. I think we are seeing the cusp of greatness that Ricky Starks is going to be thrown into, hopefully, because we've advocated for a long time for Ricky. Like, okay, we want better. We want more from him. We want him to have a bigger role with his suspension. I feel suspension because I don't know why he would be suspended. Everyone else gets to run wild, but then Ricky Starks does something and then you suspend him. So I don't know. It is going to be interesting to see what he does in these next couple of weeks, because him and Big Bill, which unexpected, by the way, I didn't think that they were going to pair them two together um, to see what they're going to do, because mm-hmm. Ricky said it's fair game for everybody. He came out with the belt. Lord Jesus. It was like all hell was going to rain loose.
1: I like that. We've got Ricky Starks managing Big Bill. Mm-hmm. Like, I want the world. I'm going to tell you all a little secret about me and please don't 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 throw rocks at me. But when I first got into wrestling in 2018, again, the first tag team that really did it for me was Enzo Amore and Big Cass. <laughs> so don't, please, please. I, I already have shame, okay? No, no, so, no. Please- I,
2: no. No shame to you. They're a great tag team. They were great on the mic. They did some good work as a team together.
1: I so I'm so happy to see Big Bill in any capacity do stuff, and it kind of gives me shades of the same because Big Bill has improved significantly. Looks way he looks great, and Ricky Starks can go in the ring and his mouth is slicker. Oh, slicker, that a snooker. I'm so like I I am so happy for these two. I, I cannot wait to see what disrespect <laughs> these two. Because you know Big Cat's been with the – I'm sorry, not Big Cat. Big Bill been with the jokes. <laughs> he been with the jokes.
2: <laughs> Man. I'm interested, yeah, like I said before, just to see what they're going to do with him. Because the crowd has really been behind Big Bill for the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. which was surprising to me because it felt like he really came out of nowhere. He wasn't really doing a lot. And then all of a sudden the crowd was like, yes, you know, we're, we're here for him. I think it was in a, a battle royal that they had recently um, that the crowd was like really, really for him. So oh,
1: with him and Brian Cage when they yes. were in that tag team, I think for the oh. ROH uh, tag titles.
2: Yes, that one. And I was like, okay, caught off guard a little bit, but it was nice. So good for him for also getting a little bit of push because Ricky is, I, I feel like this close, this close yeah. to just being a trailblazer. Um, He already is, but like, in in a bigger way, yeah. showcase in AEW. So yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: I agree. It kind of I know this is high praise and whatever it is, but I think he gives me shades of like Jimmy Hart when he's Jimmy. a manager. Like all he just needs is a microphone. <laughs> I be mean, a, oh, a speaker. <laughs> yeah, a megaphone, and he'll be sent through the roof and see a little the
2: people. <laughs> it it would be a little Louie one with a little brand on the side. Mm. <laughs> Wallet. He would
1: still wear the red and the glasses and tell people to shut up, partner. Like Eddie like Kingston almost. <laughs> Who, well, speaking of people getting told to shut up, partner? <laughs> mm. Poor uh, poor Derek Neal. The match was over if you look like this. Um, it was Derek Neal versus Big Bill. Big Bill slammed that man from the heavens for the pin. I don't have any other notes. Do you know about this Honestly, match?
2: I forgot about that one. I didn't even write it in here. I just said, Ricky <laughs> is managing Big Bill. And I said, he dressed the part. So you look great, Ricky.
1: <laughs> I love it when uh, really charismatic wrestlers heal it up. And that's exactly what he's doing. And. It doesn't get any better than this. This is really good. There was a post-match angle where Stark started beating up Neil with the same belt that he beat Steamboat with. They're really driving that in. And yeah. that was it. So um, good stuff for Big Bill. After that, we had a video package for Darby Allen and Nick Wayne versus AR Fox and Swerve about them attacking each other in the people's schools, turf wars. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that?
2: Um, no, I'm excited for this feud. I am really ready to see Nick Wayne in AEW. So his pairing with Darby, I feel like it's just something that will only help him. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that in the promo, Nick is like kind of having an internal battle like, dang, is this what I got to do for you guys to like, you know, take me seriously or for you guys to know my name is to do some like crazy stuff. So um, as long as he doesn't get as crazy as Darby, I think we'll all be fine. <laughs>
1: i also feel like darby is one of those people especially in aew that the crowd loves him and if you are aligned with him they're gonna love you too darby and sting together a spooky dad and his spooky son and they got their normal cousin who just wants to hang out (laughs) listen i was the spooky cousin for a long time with the normal family so i get it i get it (laughs) you said i can relate i can relate I got it. (laughs) But if you also want to get it too, this is the shameless self-promotion plug for fightfulselect.com. Yes. Fightful select $5. The minimum of $5 will get you all the scoops. The scoops like, um, let me check my scoop notes. We date. There's an interview up there with Stephanie chase coexisting after dark with Rob and Maggie, Mm -hmm. Uh, even our show, this, this show right here. You can find all the notes and everything. Sean Ross sat the list with your boy. The things go on and on. Fightful Select, $5, the best five bucks in the biz. Do it, or I'll put mashed potatoes in your pocket. I don't know.
2: And that's a threat. <laughs> 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 well, let's let's read some uh, some super chats, because we do have some of those. Um, going back to Bullet Club Gold uh-huh. and the Iron Savages, Matthew Hook says, Juice and Tony need to be together on screen Money. We did see a little bit of Tony. What did you think of her and Lexi backstage? Who she did not recognize from last week,
1: bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Storm as a complete psychopath. This this old Hollywood fired starlet. No, there's a there's a more specific example. If you've ever seen Chicago, the player of the movie. That the girl who the show is about, but the girl who she's replacing at the second end of the show, that's Tony Storm's whole character. The fishnets are ripped. I'm angry. Don't point out that my fishnets are old and ripped. And what do you mean? My lace has moths on it. How dare you? I don't even know who you are. He- are you the help? <laughs> I live for this. I love it. Her and Juice Robinson together, 2 an entitled gremlin and a gremlin gremlin. Mm,
2: literally money. I would pay to see that mixed tag team every single time. The way that Tony just clutches her pearls every single segment, I feel like she's stressed. She can't, she's appalled. She can't believe it all the time, which I'm a thousand percent for. I'm here for her. She looks like she is about uh, almost losing her mind, but not there.
1: <laughs> it's giving mother. I can't take this. I woke up today and I was so parched. Oh, I'm going to faint. I feel weak. Where's my sniffing salts? <laughs>
2: And it works. Like, That's so the good. Amount of crazy that she's giving right now, and the amount of crazy that Juice is, it is just perfection. So, we need to do more with them together. I agree.
1: I, I agree with that completely. Oh, I think I missed this Humper Chat too. My fault. Bizarro Big L is a Humper Chat says, for LFI, the kidnapping looks similar to the intentions of the recruits. So, Roosh could be disposing or training them harshly. And Ricky needs to be careful. He doesn't make, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and Ricky needs to be careful. He doesn't make Zangief jealous. <laughs> Zangief Bill away. And Cresta Enzo is making a New Japan World Pro Wrestling <laughs> debut soon. I'm sorry, the Zangief line, I, I lost it after that. I couldn't keep it together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
1: <sighs> because to me, when I hear Geef, I'm like, are you talking about the way big bill looks you talk about christian uh uh brian cage because brian cage is Geef and so is miro
2: <laughs> oh my goodness well guys make sure you keep those uh humper chats and super chats come in um Humperchats.com, get your comments read on air suggestions correct us let us know what you want to hear we are here for you
1: period You know what I was also here for? This Willow Nightingale versus Diamante match. Now, I said this when I read the Super Chat earlier about... I'm going to just put this Super Chat up one more again. One more again. I'm blind. Hold on. Here we go. Love Kelly, but Rick he ain't. Miss him already. And this is where I missed him the most. I kind of got used to the Willow Nightingale rap. I don't care if you guys think it's corny or whatever. I thought it was great. But not having Ian Riccoboni here, I really missed it. Nigel didn't even try.
2: <laughs> and you know what? He tried the rest of the night, so it just didn't make sense why he didn't try here. He's just, anything that Kelly does, he's like, no. Anything that Kevin does, he's like, nope, not here for it. So, so.
1: <laughs> This match was a stiff match. Diamante was stiff on Willow straight from the jump, had her in the corner on the ropes and then threw her down into the middle of the ring It was just using her forearms on her back as well. Like, in the first five, ten minutes, Mercedes Martinez, like, I'm just goofing. I'm just saying the look. I'm just goofing. I'm just goofing. And I'm like, all right. there's shenanigans. <clears throat> it feels like immediately then after that, we go into a picture-in-picture. And, picture. and as soon as those words left my mouth, there's about to be some shenanigans. Here's Mar- <laughs> Mercedes Martinez when the rest back is to her pulling on Willow Knight and hair. Willow Knight and Gail's hair. Guys, I promise you I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> When we come back from pitcher to pitcher, Willow gets the power up, the power save. Um, the crowd is chanting, let's go, Willow. Mm-hmm. There's two count after two big over-the-head DDT from Diamante gets countered because this girl eats her again. And that seemed to be the spot of the night. The little people trying to get a spot and the big person said get off me. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Statlander eventually comes out to even up the odds. And right after that, we get a what's it called? A doctor bomb? Is that what her is that what her power bomb is called for a finisher? Not sure. I thought I heard them say the Dr. Bomb, but I'm also, mm-hmm. listen, I got the Gertrude haircut. I'm a little deaf too. So I was like, she got the power bomb on Diamante for the win. What did you think about this match? And did you also miss Ian Riccoboni's rap?
2: I did. You know, the it was felt throughout the whole night that Ian wasn't there. Not in, like, a bad way because Kevin is also good. So Agreed. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that just was what it was. But Willow versus Diamante, this match was hitting a little hard. I didn't think that they were...
1: Uh, we got a wild Sean Ross sap. He said, Cressy, you can't do this. Get out of here. Wait, are, are we th- in the same th- house? Th- are you upstairs?
0: <laughs> I am upstairs, but hold on. I- I'm coming downstairs.
1: All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the two woman power trip. Where are oh! you? Where are
0: you? Where
2: are
1: you? Where are you? Where? Where? where you? I can't where believe you?
2: I was not invited.
1: Offended? It's
2: okay. Well,
0: it's I mean, all you have to do to be invited is go to your settings and virtual background, and then you'll absolutely be invited. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was I was at this show in Lexington. It was three miles up the road from my house. Um, this may be a shocker. I am not staying for the nine ROH matches that they are filming right now although as i'm leaving i see that zach saber jr was on the show and i was like oh okay that's cool they're filming rampage as well they did rampage before this qt marshall cut his promos in spanish which was very funny uh love that yeah there there was a lot to this uh but the show itself was long oh
1: I can imagine because I don't think they're going to be doing anything Saturday or Friday next week.
0: Yeah, so they were they were going ahead and filming a lot of stuff, but I mean, like, it really did peak early with the CM Punk thing uh, and, and him hitting that spot, and I feel like it didn't recover towards the end for the live crowd. That being said, Bullet Club Gold was very over. But it felt like they were out there for an hour, like it live. It felt like they were out there for an hour and they're very, very good and all that. But like, my God, man, it's just uh there. There was just it was it needed a little bit of of a pace break i think during during some of this and live they don't have a lot of like the hype videos that, that wwe has or anything like that instead it is it's pretty well just the collision theme and then they they go in and out and occasionally dasha will talk to you um willow and and diamante i think actually went a little light on their time and it felt like it was a pretty long match but um darby allen doing these types of bumps a week before all in and then cutting a promo after the show saying you know what i know there's like three or four thousand people here but i don't treat any show like there's three or four thousand people here i treat it like there's going to be 80,000 next week which i I really really respect um hobbs smashed that was fun (laughs) uh but you know this was this was a very light show as as it as it pertains to like the CM FTRs of the world. And obviously you don't have mm-hmm. FTR out there for mm-hmm. obvious reasons right now, but punk was very much like a first three minutes of the show thing. And then poof, he's gone.
1: Which was crazy because me and Iridium were saying that this felt like almost like a movie. There was a lot of cinematics promos. and promos. Yes. And it's funny that mm-hmm. you say that bullet club was out there a long time. Cause I thought the same thing as well through the commercials. Mm-hmm. So you guys weren't seeing all the video packages we were seeing
0: uh some of them we did like we saw the ricky starks one we saw what all what all video packages did you see we saw the ftr one Uh but i mean like during commercials a lot of times it would just be the collision theme sort of on repeat and then of course bullet club gold obviously they had to have been out there through three or four commercial breaks because they were out there for a good 40 45 minutes it felt like
1: yeah, did you guys see the um, the Rouge, uh kidnapping? <laughs>
0: okay, yes, we did see that. We did see that. Uh, but I, I meant, yeah. So, I mean, there were, there were plenty of those. But, like, in between a lot of that stuff, when you would know that they were going to commercial, it, it was just, it was interesting, the change of pace. Uh, Dalton Castle was really over in Lexington. I, I liked that. That made me very, very happy. Um, Willow was over in Lexington as well. Perhaps most shockingly, the Iron Savages were really over in Lexington for that hot tag. Like mm-hmm. for some, like the crowd was just—I think at that point—excited to see Bullet Club get their asses whipped. So Everybody when that hot hates tag
2: ass boys, there you
0: go. Oh yeah, they got great heat. They got great heat. Those two guys looked like they grew up watching wrestling, but the only person they watched was their dad. At all. <laughs> It's like they just turned off the TV whenever Billy Gunn was off the TV because they do all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it That's was, great. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, but uh, it was, it was, it was okay. It wasn't, it certainly isn't anywhere near the top of like the shows that I have attended this year. Uh, actually, probably more towards the bottom, but there was the cool CM Punk moment, a fantastic match to end the show. Um, Christian is one of those wrestlers that I will never take for granted getting to see him perform in person. But um, it just felt like the pacing was like a little little long and it's gonna be even longer. People are gonna be at this show and probably until well after midnight,
1: I would the yeah. last time I heard of anything like that was the last time they did Mania, where it was all the th- all the matches in one night. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: WrestleMania, never ending.
0: Because <laughs> they did, they did, uh, I, I, so interestingly enough, this show was originally listed as starting at six, because mm. they were considering doing the double taping for Collision. Mm-hmm. And they can't film ROH and Rampage on Wednesday, because they're filming Collision on Wednesday. Mm. yes so they got that double taping and they couldn't do the double taping tonight as originally like speculated because the original start time was six recently it got moved up to 7 30 i'm like why didn't they just maybe do 6 30 or 7 it's it's a saturday you can do that here like people aren't at work like they would be during the week it's a little bit easier to to add stuff to a saturday show than it is a wednesday show but hey it's their company right very true very true on that
1: yeah and also Uh, too like how much stuff are they really going to do tonight to give your body a whole week to recover you know what i mean if you're not on wednesday
0: well i'll be there next weekend and uh this this nice person down here gonna be representing fightful in a couple of weeks we are so so happy to have her doing that cresta you hit up uh, a, a W or gosh, what was it? Which show was it in New York? Oh, uh, uh
1: I went to SmackDown, but there I sh- should be. I'm trying to go to Grand Slam. Try. Okay,
0: well, we'll try to make that happen. <laughs> uh We're obviously we're all over the place. Joel Pearl was in Toronto uh, for SmackDown last night. I should have been in SmackDown this Friday for Louisville, but I'll be on a plane to London. I will be at the Undertaker's one man show on Thursday, though. Uh, turn right back around. And of course we got the Chicago thing. AEW is coming to Cincinnati. So I'll be going to that.
1: Oh, I said go Bengals earlier. Is that right?
0: Yes. That's right. Look at it. Right Right over there is my Bengals studio. I've got a Bengals set up over there too. Yeah. Got the Cincinnati Reds. That's macho man, Randy Savage. When he played minor league baseball for the Reds.
1: Okay. I believe it. Even if you're lying to me.
0: Yeah. Look at the pattern. Look at the pattern screwing with the camera. turn off
1: your greed (laughs) screen
0: guys thank you all so much you all are killing it i appreciate you
1: thank you sean for popping in
0: yeah see ya
1: see ya wow is gone the two woman power trip back (laughs) and
2: get out dad has gone we can have a house party
1: dad is gone um now I totally forgot where we were. Thanks, um, I think we
2: were just finishing up with Willow and Diamante. Um, yes. So, um, Willow, I was picked- asking
1: where you what, what you thought about it. Yes, yes.
2: Um, Willow, I thought was really, really good. They were really hitting each other hard during this match, which was unexpected, um, but it was really, really great. Willow absolutely Keith lead Diamante out outside. So that's gonna be my new thing: is getting Keith lead um, because. Adam Cole, baby, was thrown so far into the crowd in NXT when Keith Lee did that. Um, so it, it, I had a flashback to when Willow did that. I'm like, oh my God, Diamante really sold her soul on that cell. So I absolutely appreciated it. And Mercedes was just outside causing mayhem as usual, which I absolutely love. I love all of these women. I think they are so great. And this was just a really, really good match. And I'm glad that they got to have their time.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm happy to see Diamante. On AEW or R-O-H-TV. Because I remember when they first brought this girl over here, she did this tag team tournament that I feel like she poof, disappeared. Yep. So to see her with Marce- Mercedes Martinez, who's out here just being um, like a menace, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Next we got a, oh, here I am. Yeah, the FTR versus Young Buck video package for who's going to be the best in all the land. And they were also hyping up at the beginning of the show that really good they say the FTR is in the news we're gonna hear comments about FTR and then this is all we got now I understand I'm not dumb I understand how this works and why you wouldn't want to but then why even bring it up you know what I mean I think we all would have understood if you just if you would have left it alone but I felt like they made it a point to say they've been on the news and you're gonna hear about them so I'm like did you find that odd
2: very, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I found it very odd because, you know, it's also like a lose-lose situation for mm-hmm. them. Like, if they come out, people are going to say things. If they don't come out, people are going to say things. Um, but yeah, if you weren't going to bring them out, then don't shout them out in in the beginning. And, you know, you were thinking that, you know, we were going to get something and <clears throat> we didn't even really get anything. So, I guess they were just a really tough spot this weekend. I was waiting to see. I was like, what are they going to do Saturday? Are we going to see them? Are we not going to see them? And we didn't. And of course, you know, it was expected that we weren't going to see them. So interesting play Uh on, on this part for today. Yeah. What did you think? You know, besides it being crazy.
1: That was, it. you know, I, I had said this on Twitter. At the end of the day, I'm glad no one was seriously hurt, and that's what's important. I understand why you would want to talk about it. Like you said, it's a lose lose. We do have a super chat from Patrick Short speaking of FTR. This is FTR adjacent. This was before Sean Rossap left. He says, Sean Rossap, did Punk accept his Fightful Award? Um, Dad, did he accept his Fightful Award? I don't know if he's going to that. Who, Who knows?
2: knows? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, the the FTR thing was fine. Um, I just, again, I'm I'm glad everyone is safe. After that, there was the interview with Lexi and Tony. So I already went over that. Mm -hmm. Then there was Powerhouse Hobbs versus Kevin Mm Koo. The best part of this match was Kevin Kelly saying, "Us Kevin's have to stick together." together?
2: Yeah, and it's little things like that where you're like, genius, <laughs> genius stuff on commentary. I
1: think, listen, Nigel McGinnis as the straight guy, You have Kevin Kelly as kind of the straight guy (laughs) and Ian Rickavani as just yuck, yuck. That's perfect. That is fantastic because I know JR comes out later but Mm -hmm. it was a perfect use of JR and I wouldn't even hate a four-man booth with them but oh my god, when he said us Kevin's got to stick together, Mm -hmm. I laughed because my dad's name is Kevin. (laughs)
2: That is so funny.
1: I can hear my dad saying something like that too. (laughs) This was great. This was great stuff on commentary, but not great stuff for Kevin Koo, who, mm-hmm. who like, maybe for five seconds, ten seconds, got some little offensive, and then Will Hobbs said, get that out of here. Hits him with the spine buster for the win. I wish we had a better name or a different move for that, but whatever. It's effective. It looks good. What did you think of the match before we get into the post-match?
2: Yeah, I thought, you know, I was – happy to see kevin i'm like all right cool let's do it <clears throat> but then powerhouse i'm like oh man if we got to do something with the storyline kevin is not gonna have a good day and the kevins were not sticking together because one of them lost in the ranks. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> he could have got up and hit it with a steel chair but clearly the kevins were not sticking together
2: not sticking together uh-uh um also when hobbs got the pin he was just chanting redeem which i was like Okay, that's weird, sir. I don't know. Um, but let's get into what happened after this match cuz this this was a pretty quick match. It was, you know, Kevin never stood a chance, really.
1: Poor Kevin. Shout out mm-hmm. to Kevin Koo. <laughs> after the match, <laughs> um, he uses the game over on Kevin Koo, to which Miro gives him a video package in response. Like uh, Meridian kept saying that he was yelling out Redeemer at the end of that match. Meryl says, we are a lot of like, this is paraphrasing, I, didn't, I can't write that fast. We're a lot of like, I used to rely on a book too, but now I walk alone. I am godless, but I know you are not because you prayed me now. I swear in that moment, I heard Nicki Minaj saying, you bitches are my sons. Because that's what you just called William Hobbs. You called this man William Hobbs, like you're my son, go sit on the potty. You are my son now. You want to be redeemed? Last Ask the last guy who asked to be redeemed. All he got was a couple of shirts that said, redeem these nuts. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. it's no, I love Eddie Kingston, but ask the last guy. You know what I mean? Mm. Leave me alone to be sad and mad mm. and godless. And here you come bothering me, which I which I like. I thought he was going to make a death note joke, but I digress. I'm here for it. I I want to see these two big meaty men slapping mm. me. I don't want a 30-minute classic. <laughs> What did you think of Miro's promo? Because those lines were savage.
2: Oh, man. um, Yeah, Miro literally told Hobbs, he's like, bro, like, what you are right now is a copy of what I was. Like, I had the book. We both have the muscles. Like, we need to get over it. And now we're finally going to get this fight. And I think they announced it for All Out. So that should be really, really good. That's going to be a hard-hitting match if I've ever seen one. Very interested to see, like, Whoever wins in this situation, where will we go from here? Because, you know, are we keeping the books? I feel like the Book of Hobbs can just be thrown out the window. Are they going to join a faction? Who knows? But that match is going to be so good. And I know you're going to be excited for it.
1: (laughs) Because I'm going to get stiff but no blood because y'all know I'm soft. (laughs) But also, I will say to your point, I find that that Hobbs... And Miro have start stop pushes in AEW. So whoever wins, I want you to actually do something with them. I don't want them to fade into obscurity because Hobbs has won before mm-hmm. and then we don't see him. Or he's back fooling with QT Marshall. And Miro's won before and then we don't see him and then he's doing God promos again in a couple of months. Yeah. So I want them to do something with them afterwards or else, you know, Tony... Nah, I was just asking for a job. I can't do that. So I was just asking for a job. But you don't... You... Nah. <laughs>
2: Oh my goodness! <laughs>
1: um, after that, we got the Adam Cole versus MJF video package, leading from their tournament to the friendship to the match. Uh, anything about it? You
2: anything? Um, no, yeah, that's that's a match that we'll be able to talk about, you know, next time. But I'm glad that uh, it's just it was very very promo esque cinematic show tonight so uh-huh. i feel like we did not get a lot of wrestling we got a lot of pushes for the future pay-per-views yeah and for just furthering storylines in collision so it was just interesting to see that
1: all right ladies and gentlemen we are coming into the home stretch we are coming up to the main event we're gonna get the main event started off with this super chat that says thank aew wanted christian and main event after edge main event I mean, it could be Captain Charisma. It could be. Um, oh, I
2: didn't even think about that. That's cute. If they did do it like that,
1: I mean, funny. I don't, I don't see why they would not. I mean, yeah. eh, from the outside looking in, AEW is kind of cool like that. It's like that's your friend, no problem. Get your get your friend on the phone. photo a friend. You want to do it? That? That's fine. Yeah. You know. So maybe, but also Edge and both Christian in their mm-hmm. respective roles. For an older dudes, they can go. They, they are really so can. good. Yeah. Um, this match between Darby Allin and Christian Cage was our um, was our main event. We had JR commentary. Now, <laughs> the match starts off with Christian Cage coming to the ring with the TNT title around his waist. <laughs> he didn't ever win this title. He gets into to the ring and then raises above his head. He ain't never win this title. Christian Cage is the epitome of heel work at your big ass age. Cause he is so good at just being a menace. Um, I put at the top of my notes, but for some reason I think, and this is just me conspiracy theory, theorizing theory, theoreticals, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is me and my brain. I'm thinking maybe Christian Cage, hates Darby Allen so much, Because it reminds him of him when he was younger. Because you was in the brood. You was doing spooky stuff back in the day. You were doing stuff that maybe for then was seen as death-defying. Take years off of your career. TLC was literally built off the backs of you, the Dudley boys, and the Hardy boys. Mm -hmm. So I can see that resentment that you're doing it by yourself without someone else. I could see the parallels. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Either way, this match was fantastic. We have uh <laughs> again someone else getting yeeted because Darby Allen got yeeted to counter a DDT, KG Tim. Um <clears throat> a nice series, three of two counts from Darby Allen, including an assisted cutter from the rope. Um at that point. Christian Cage just starts beating up Darby Allen, mocking the camera. You want this? No, not the camera. Mocking, mocking Darby Allen. You want this? Darby Allen crawling like, yes, I want it, and then just get hit. Which I didn't understand. Why would you trust Like, would you trust the fisherman who says you, you, you want the worm? You, 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 why would you do that? There was a spot when Darby Allen pulls up this fast turtleneck over his head. I wore a turtleneck in Solidarity, but I got a pin in the back, so he can't get me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna skip to the end. The end is there's a lot of cheating. There's a spear on Darby <laughs> Allen. Darby Allen kicks out. Nutasaurus gets sent to the back. And then there's a jackknife roll-up from Darby Allen on Christian mm-hmm. Cage. Which I feel like all things considered, a jackknife roll-up, we could really have something definitive here considering Christian Cage literally is not <laughs> He's literally not the champion. I get why we're treating him like the champion. But poor Luchasaurus is just in the back like, Dino, Dino, do, 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 do. Like, poor Luchasaurus. What did you think about this? When is Luchasaurus getting the respect he deserves already?
2: <laughs> um, not soon. I'll tell you that. The way it's looking. Um, I want to talk about Nigel one more time in commentary. Because this man was crazy talking about how he signed up for Christian's glasses. Oh, made- yeah. Like What are you talking about? Also, he calls him Christian. So anytime he says Christian Cage, I I absolutely live for it. Also, JR asked him a question while I think Darby was doing his entrance and Nigel just did not answer. So (laughs) they waited till Darby finally came in the ring and then Nigel answered another question. So I don't know if that was like an audio issue, but I heard it and the silence was loud. (laughs) Loud. I was here for it. Also, they had like AR Fox and Swerve watching backstage, which I'm like, okay, interesting. Still reminding us that, you know, they have a match later. Um, they had a moment where Christian and Darby, they had pinfall after pinfall, uh, but give Darby a raise and also give this man a break. I feel like I've seen, seen him 27 times this week and he's on dynamite and he's on rampage and collision. And it's like, Oh my goodness. Uh, and Christian too. Christian is a fighting champion. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Listen,
2: dinosaurs got ovals. Ambient. Okay. Oh my God. Uh when you also brought it up that Darby was using uh Christian's turtleneck against him. And I'm like, all right, sir, Christian, it is now time to rethink this turtleneck because if it can be used against you once, you know, we gotta switch the outfit up. I need him to come out in like a jacket or something. I don't know. Uh but man, that hit that Darby took um when Luchasaurus pulled Christian out from that oh,
1: coffin that coffin drop on the Apron, the hardest part of the ring, mind you.
2: I, I that's what I've heard too. They say that it's the hardest part of the ring. I don't that's know. what I've
1: heard too. I don't know. I'm not a wrestler, but I every every week they say it's the hardest part of the ring.
2: <laughs> that literally looked like it broke his back in half. It was insane. Did you feel the same way that I did when when we saw that? Like my heart was like. <gasps>
1: No, Darby Allen dies every week (laughs) on AEW programming. And to your point too, Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy went to the. If we talk about going to school, they went to the school of Jeff Jarrett on how to get a check. Because every week they are out here, dynamite, rampage, collision. They would be on Meals for Wheels. They'd probably do Uber if they had to. Like they're out here, out here every week.
2: Mm -mm, They'd probably be driving the AEW community bus. to show (laughs) to get an extra check. Lord, I
1: want said. some autographs. Come here and get
2: your head signed. Yeah. <laughs> Those boys were sweating. They were putting in the work, and I absolutely love to see matches like this where you can just tell that they're really, really giving it their all. And mm-hmm. they were. Man, when Luchasaurus was thrown out, I was like, "We got three minutes left. Why are you throwing him out? Like the show's almost over.
1: Let him be at this point." I was thinking that too, and then also too. AEW, we got to talk about your officials because people say, I'm leaving, and then they take the slowest. They don't even leave. There needs to be like a 10-cal. There needs to be some sort of gusto because people don't leave. They get midway through the ramp. <coughs> Don Callis turn around and be like, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. That's, that's exactly what Luchasaurus did because by the time he got to the ramp, the roll-up happened, and then he's back down the ramp for the post-match beatdown where um, for some reason, Tony Shavani was going to interview Darby Allin. I'm like, interview him oh darby allen getting jumped in two
2: minutes two minutes and
1: that's that's what happened darby allen got jumped Mm. i said put down cage and yoshi because i got tired of writing luchasaurus (laughs)
2: spicing up the names now
1: we're spicing it up but i mean honestly luchasaurus is getting used like yoshi if Mm. you guys ever play super mario world mario jumps on the back of that dinosaur (laughs) head punches him (laughs) in the back of the head so he sticks out his tongue and that's what's happening Poor Luchasaurus is the winner. He is the owner of the TNT title. And Cage is like, look at me. Look at who do you think you are? I am like, bro, Mm -hmm. the worst. (laughs) That wraps up our AEW collision with Christian Cage closing it. His Toronto Canadian brother, Edge closing it on friday night smackdown overall what did you think of collision Oridian? did you think it was good bad middle of the road
2: i think it was pretty middle i don't think it's the best collision that we've seen and i also don't think that it's at the bottom um i just wish that we had more wrestling but i understand going into a pay-per-view you got to really promote these uh-huh. shows you don't just have one pay-per-view you got two pay-per-views coming up and it's still fight for the fallen which all their proceeds are going to to maui so i think that's wonderful that they did that yeah. It is just, um, it was a good show, yeah, for what it was. But, man, Christian and the father classes that he's given, I don't know. Mm-mm.
1: Bad working- dad. <laughs> how, how did you get a license to run a class? <laughs> Let me ask you that. <laughs> Where did you get this from a cracker
2: <laughs> Everybody's in AW just getting these magical things. Like, okay, Ricky with the manager license, Julia with the manager license, and now Christian Cage is giving classes. Literally. I don't know. I don't know. But
1: good for them get their check right (laughs) again jeff jarrett in the back giving out how to go to work classes (laughs) guys if you don't want to get worked sign up for fifo select yes also already and where can you where can people find you so they can get worked by you wait what no what (laughs) where plug your socials i'm sorry
2: you guys can head over to my YouTube channel, uh, Rest Friends. That's W R E S T Friends, or your Wrestling Friends. We have vlogs, um, interviews. We literally review wrestling all the time. And you can head over to my TikTok, uh, Instagram, and you know Facebook, whatever. Literally every social media I have it, Iridian underscore Fierro. And every Saturday you can find me here with the lovely cresta and rick he's not here tonight but he'll be back next week don't worry uh cresta where can our beautiful fightful family find you on social media
1: i got one more super chat because my chat bar just finally reloaded here we go oh. we got just mass does wrestling says man i'm still here for the roh half the crowd left mm. wolf wolf
2: yikes you know you really got to be a fan of, of wrestling to watch it for that long
1: yeah i that's That's the only problem when you have live shows or anything like that. You can't expect people to sit down on their butts for eight hours. I paid to be here. You guys were getting paid to be here. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can find me Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Twitch or TikTok at CrestaStar. Thursdays and Saturdays here on Fightful. Thursdays with Joel Pearl, we go over everything that happened on Impact. And Saturdays, myself, Rick, and Iridian, the lovely young lady you see over here next to moi. We go over everything that happens on AEW Collision Post Show. Guys, you have been fantastic. Thank you so much for being here with this two-woman power trip. We will see you next week, Colliders. You have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye and broadcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.